every day your goals are asking you, are you willing to do the things it takes to get it done? ReliQuest mental performance coaches Dr. Nicole Detling and Darren McMains discuss insights and strategies to help you level up and consistently do the things necessary to achieve your personal and team goals. Welcome to Do The Things, powered by ReliQuest. Hey, welcome to the Do The Things podcast. My name is Darren McMains. I'm alongside our mental performance coach, Dr. Nicole Detling. Doc, how you doing? I'm great, thanks. Yeah, all right, and we got our founder and CEO, Brian Murphy. Murph, how's it going? Great, good to be with you. For sure. Hey, today, what we want to do is just talk a little mindset with Murph, really, ultimately, and, and what we're going to talk about is self-awareness. And, and here's why. Here, here's what I stumbled across on Forbes, and I'm just going to read it to you. Uh, this is what I found. It was a 2010 study by Green Peak Partners and Cornell's School of Industrial and Labor Relations. And what they did was they researched 72 executives at both public and private companies with revenues from anywhere from $50 million all the way up to $5 billion. And what they were looking for is that they were looking for uh, ultimately some interpersonal traits that would predict success. And here's, here's what they found that I think is really fascinating. A high self-awareness score was the strongest predictor of success. And before we unpack that, Murph, I'm going to start with you. You say this all the time. Knowing who you are is a true secret weapon. And so I know that you've had a lot of experience around this. You understand the importance of it. So let's just wrap about self-awareness and how it impacts performance in the world of business. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, I'll, uh, we talk about this a lot, um, especially around here. Accountability is so vital. It's one of our you know, four core values of everything that uh, I've always believed in. And then building ReliQuest accountability is one of our, our core pillars here. And you can't be accountable without self-awareness. You just can't, right? Um, and and I do believe that there's no perfect, but there is a better. So if you believe in better, it's, it's, it's pretty hard to get better if you can't be honest in the mirror around the things that you need to get better in, right? And, yeah. and, and then I think the last thing I'd say around self-awareness is it, it is truly a superpower if used correctly. It helps your team around you kind of fill in the gaps when you know what you're good at or what you're not good at or some things that, you know, I have to kind of tell myself, you know, I'm, I'm, I have a tendency to be pretty intense and go fast and I have to use that, right? I have to dial myself back ahead of something or know my audience. So it just takes me a little bit more time in certain instances to be the right uh, person at the right time at the, you know, in, in front of the right group. Right. And so, um, I, I just think it all starts with being self-aware. You got to own who you are. When, when did you figure that out? I'm curious, like it, I, obviously it's a process like anything. We're always learning. We learn more about ourselves, but when was that point you, you talked a little bit about, I got to know myself. I got to know when to pull back. Like, did you get that from teammates wife probably yeah Uh, yeah. (laughs) i'm just curious (laughs) like when when did you start learning that i think life teaches you it along the way i don't know if you guys would agree i mean for me i'm the youngest of three boys and they're eight nine years older than me and so you always idolize your older brothers and they're out doing things and i think i just got a little reflective that way early of like well you know my oldest brother rob is really good at this am i like that or you know they started careers am i going to be like that and so you tend to almost compare uh in the, in the family and then um i think just every 
every time you grow or you get put in new and uncomfortable situations and you meet new people, there's a little tendency to say, well, am I, am I more like that or more like this? And it wasn't a personality test that somebody gave me, you know, that told me I'm all blue or all yellow or all red. It was just an iteration of knowing like, okay, well, I'm, I'm pretty good at these things. Let me see if I can push myself. But I think sports growing up helps you a lot. You learn to rely on people that have different skill sets than you and figure out how to how to play together. Building the business has been that. Um, every you know, 24 months, my job as a founder and CEO is a little bit different. You have to you have to rely on people a little bit differently. And so um, I think it's just happened over time. It's either lose or own who you are and get a little bit better. So mm-hmm. I'd rather just change. Yeah, that's yeah. good. And and you mentioned sports, Doc. I'm sure you've seen this oh, with yeah. Winter Olympic athletes, Paralympic athletes. Like, what what have you seen around self awareness? Yeah, I think I agree with you in that a lot of it is cultivated naturally, just through the experiences that you've had growing up, the way you were raised, uh, different different aspects of your life. But the caveat there is only if you're paying attention, right? Because we've all had experiences throughout our entire lives, but did that increase your self-awareness or not? Did you actually spend time reflecting on those experiences and learn from that? Or did you just go through the experience and move on? And so I think what I hear you saying is that you were pretty deliberate in using those experiences and reflecting on them to build that self-awareness, which I think is amazing. My question to follow up on that though, is did you ever do anything on purpose with purpose to cultivate your self-awareness like you you mentioned like personality tests and stuff have you done any of those have you found them to be helpful or was there another process that maybe you sought out yeah no we do it a lot I think um, I think humility uh, being around groups of people or teams of people that's why I think sports are important or certain organizations you join in school whether you're in the band or you're in a club or fraternity, sorority, whatever it is, uh, they have a way of uh, letting you know who you are, you know, keeping True. you self-aware, <laughs> yep. um, checking yes, you a little do. bit with good banter and sarcasm. Being a younger brother, I think I had that as well. So, no, I think I was fascinated, though, by some of those test results. And um, you, you mentioned Renee. I mean, I think, you know, just being married and having kids, it gives you a whole new level of self-awareness and having a good relationship uh, with your with your wife and you know she's she's uh, pretty quick to tell me and check me on things and uh, I joked that a friend of ours uses this term that uh, they live in the house of humility so I've adopted that yeah. like you you know there's, there's no <laughs> no ego in the front door and and what I would want to ask for for both of you that have dealt with just the the best of the best and high performing you got to have some examples of where self-awareness goes a bridge too far, right? Like there can be a point, like anything overdone starts to, and and I have to imagine doc, like Olympic athletes, like that's got to be something like a huge thing. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. I have seen athletes who are absolutely the best in the world, reigning world champions. They win year after year after year and they get to the games and they choke. And one of the reasons they do that is because their self-awareness does go a little too far in that they try to control too many aspects rather than just allowing themselves to do what they've been trained to do they try too hard to control too much and they can't handle that pressure then so I think that's where it can definitely backfire when it gets to some of those higher levels of performance whatever the performance is it doesn't even have to be sports but sometimes you just perseverate and you ruminate and you get into the 
the weeds way too much and that getting into the weeds too much, you can start, you can pick apart anything and you can keep picking and keep picking and keep picking until there's nothing left. And there, there does have to be a time. And maybe this is part of the self-awareness too, when you recognize where is my line and you can go right up to that line, but once you cross it, you got to know it's detrimental. And I, I believe that's part of self-awareness, but I've absolutely seen it happen within the Olympic world. Yeah. Many times. Yeah. And I've, I've seen the same in, in professional sports, right? I mean, it's funny when, when I first started working in mental performance coaching, I remember uh, one of the coaches asked me and they said, well, what are you here to work on? I said, the mental game. Cool. What's that? I went, oh, shoot. Right. Because the reality is you can't develop what you can't define. And I've learned real quick. I better learn how to define this. And so um, what we came up with is the mental games all around awareness and readiness, right? Awareness kind of falls in three buckets. When you think about an athlete, there's self-awareness. You got to know what you can and can't do. There's situational awareness or game awareness, whatever you want to call it, right? What is the game asking you to do in this moment? What's the scoreboard say? What's the situation calling for? So there's self-awareness, game awareness, and then there's opponent awareness. You got to know what that person that you're competing with specifically in baseball, what are they trying to do to me, right? When you know those three things, now you have that level of awareness that should inform you your plan that allows you to get ready to fully commit to the thing in front of you. And you guys talked about too much awareness, right? Well, you can over-prepare, right? Or when you start to think that your feelings matter, you're in trouble, (laughs) right? And it's like emotions, right? (laughs) Emotions, they're great informants, terrible dictators, Mm -hmm. right? We can act different than how we feel. And so by cultivating a high level of self-awareness, sometimes you know where it's like, oh, shoot, I didn't sleep. And I remember you said sleep is really important. And since I only slept five hours, oh, shoot, I don't know if I can perform well, right? And all of a sudden you're like, oh, my gosh, I wish I didn't tell him that, right? And so, but it's understanding like, hey, it's great to know these things. It's great to know sleep's important or whatever it may be. You can act different than how you feel. Yeah. Like the task, wow. is, the task is what you need to focus on, exactly. not how you feel about the task. I needed you, DMAC, a couple nights ago. My, uh, <laughs> our, our son, Parker, and it's just part of being a 14-year-old, was, uh, you know, we, we, he's working through some homework, was getting some help from a, a tutor and didn't feel like doing it and had a bad attitude, wasn't in the best headspace, and after the tutor left, it's just like, hey, buddy, like, you know, were you your best? No, I wasn't that. I wasn't very nice. And, and he said, but, but you know, I just, when I'm in that mode, like, I'm just not able to, I'm like, uh, park, you know. Yeah, that's right. Just because you feel that way doesn't mean you need to act that way. And I, I see that around growing companies all the time, right? You know, you, especially leaders, young leaders, but the most experienced leaders, they lack patience. They... They think they communicated something, so they get angry at a group for not knowing it. And and I fall victim to this, too, of just, hey, did I communicate that? Did I really slow down and leave no doubt to everybody in the room? Or did I kind of walk by really quickly and just assume everyone's hanging on my every word and they have half information, right? So, uh, you know, that, so I, I'm, I'm going to bring that one home. That's a, that's a gold mine. I'm going to circle back with Park on that one. Yeah, it's yours. Take it. And I, it's funny you say that. It's like, I wish I had you a couple nights ago. So... I have a son as well, 15 years old. He's doing the wall sit at school, right? And so he comes home and I said, hey, how'd it go? And he goes, you know what? I, I, he goes, I already know what you're going to say. And I'm like, what am I going to say? And he goes, well, I didn't give it my best. And I go, what? and he's like, no, I already know what you're going to say. <laughs> and I said, okay, like, let me pause. Cause he did know what I was going to say. And I said, what happened? You know? And he goes, well, I know it's just, it's just P.E. 
And so it's not like my baseball team. So did I really want to give it my best? And I said, what do you think I'm going to say to you right now? Environment doesn't matter. <laughs> All that matters is my own personal standard. Nice. Hey, buddy, you're spot on, you know? Nice. And so I was like trying to help himself coach, but I would have been a lot better if, if he'd have known that before, right? Cool thing is, though, the cool thing is a couple days later, he goes, hey, just to let you know, I went back to my PE teacher and I asked if I could redo the wall set. I was wow. like, sick. Oh, oh, so hey, that's legit. Up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but it's definitely, it's, it's definitely one of those things you have to stay on top of, yeah. right? Like, it's not like you get it today and you're like, sick, I got it. I'm highly self-aware for the rest of my life, right? It doesn't ha- like it doesn't work that way because we're changing, environments change, right? People change. Sometimes the role in the team changes. Things are changing all the time, and so it's just one of those things that we really do need to develop a reflective practice and also have people around us that we can trust, right? The people that know us, right? That, that can speak some truth into our lives, and then having the humility to listen, right? And to really reflect and go, you know what? Is is that accurate? Does this person have my best intentions in mind? Because I think when we start to get those things, that's how we can continue to cultivate a high level of self-awareness, which we know is the highest predictor of success. Well, it's interesting, and, and I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll let you know how this works. I'm, I'm trying to use self-awareness in a way to drive my own change, so my own habit and routine. So... I've always struggled. Uh, I love the work. I love what we do. I'm passionate about it. I love our people. I'm locked in. It's just, it's, I kind of view building rely quest as my life's work, right? And so everything, you know, my own physical health, how I eat, how I, all of that stuff is, is second, right? So if it's working out or, or, or going to a meeting, I'm, I'm going to the meeting, right? And so um, what I've learned though is, I'm up anyway, just get up and move, whether it's 5 a.m., 6 a.m. And so I'm starting to just own the fact that when I do, whether it's a five-mile walk, eight-mile walk, or go lift weights, I want to capture, like, how I feel and write that down. What's the energy throughout the day, right? And so how do I take something I don't do or I struggle to do with great routine? Like, I'm you know, super locked in on all the things that I do to grow the company. But when you go to add something there, it's really tough, that change. So then how do I use the acknowledgement of, I got to look in the mirror and own, hey, I actually perform better when I get up and do that. And a lot of people are going to listen. It's like, hey, no kidding. Yeah, I get that. Like every, <laughs> right. every book, everything I read, like yeah. I, I, logically I understand it. But then how do you trick or use that awareness of improvement to create the new habit? And so that's, I'm in the middle of that struggle right now, that own personal grind to let you know how it works out. So um, <laughs> yeah. I'm 0 and 15 in 15 years of building ReliQuest. I haven't built that habit, but you know, we're looking for our first win here. Yeah, so yeah, 2023. Sounds like you're yeah, like your Exactly. That's it. That's it. Well, you know, can't, can't fail if you don't quit. So I'm going to keep, keep going for it. So. That's true. Well, you know, you, you did one thing that I think is really important for all um, people that are trying to create new habits is you've attached it to uh, your purpose, yeah. right? And, and you've attached it to that understanding like, hey, I can now draw a line between my purpose and the importance of me getting up and taking a walk, right? Which is what, you know, for anyone that's struggling trying to create a new habit that they know is good for them, it's finding a way to connect the dots to their overarching purpose, which you've done. Working on it. <clears throat> Time will tell. 
Well, or hey, as they I say, always maybe. Too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I also believe all or something is better than all or nothing. So even if it's a five-minute walk, a 10-minute walk, that's better than nothing. Uh, and a lot of the research is going to show, too, that it really does help clear your mind, so to speak, so that these problems that you're solving when you come back into ReliaQuest are going to be easier to solve because you've gone through that process of clearing your mind. For sure. And what any kind of physical activity will do for you. So I love that you're doing it. I think it's awesome. Working on it. Yep. Well, I One started day at a time, it. dude. Gotta One finish day at a time. Yeah. That's all you got to <laughs> do. We're all works in progress. That's for sure. <laughs> hey, hey, Murph, Doc, thanks for, thanks for this conversation. It was really fascinating just to uh, unpack uh, self-awareness, how, how we see it, how we've seen it come across uh, with other high performers, how we've seen it come across in our own lives. And uh, just look forward to having more of these conversations with you all. Doc, right. DMAC, world-class. Appreciate it. Yep. yep. Got it. Yeah, make it a great day.